0: Let's sit. Let's learn. Let's evolve. Let's talk. No more whispering in our minds. Today you're listening to Let's Talk Black Knowing, a show that honors the intellectual sovereignty of black blackfellas and amplifies the power of black knowledge. And in this, the 20th year of Let's Talk, this is your host, Professor Chelsea Watergo, and Dr. David Sims.
1: Good morning, good morning. Um, You are listening to Let's Talk Black Knowing, and my name is Chelsea, and I'm joined with David, the settler Singh, as usual, (laughs) and uh, we're going to give you the the wrap-ups and rundowns of the weekend that was, but before we get into it, we would both like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which we are blessed to be sitting on this morning, as well as the land in which you're listening from wherever that is around the country. Uh, It was a big weekend, David. Yeah, wow. Wasn't it? Just? Yeah, wow! <laughs> so big, I wasn't ready for this morning's show. Um, <laughs> we're still getting used to a Monday morning start, um, but uh, yeah, look, let's 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 just go back over the weekend.
0: Uh, yeah, indeed, right.
1: Well, <clears throat> the weekend came early for me, um, thanks to uh, whoever it was uh, down in St Kilda. On was it Thursday? Thursday, Thursday morning, we right. woke up to um, uh, a statue of Captain Cook, uh, which was sawn. Sorry, <laughs> which was sawn off at the ankles, um, and uh, with the the writing, um, the colony will fall. Hmm. And uh, there was also a monument to Queen Victoria that was um, splashed with red paint hmm. on the eve of uh, so called Australia Day. Hmm.
0: The funniest, hmm? aside from Whose Shoes Are These, from Amy McGuire,
1: <laughs>
0: is the Channel 7 reporter reading out The Colony Will Fall <laughs> <laughs> on national TV. And I thought, amazing.
1: Pure genius.
0: And the engineering feat to, mm. so, you know, uh, to take them off so cleanly um, and have it not fall or get damaged on the way down. Um, yeah, amazing. I
1: mean, it's now my pick on my Facebook page. Um it was this, you know, it was a spectacular sight, and um, there is a clip going around of them doing it, um, which is pretty oh. special. So they actually filmed it too.
0: Right, I haven't seen that.
1: Respect. <laughs> um, yeah, look, we were talking about memes last week. You know, the no- <laughs> what's it? Change the hate, not change the date. Um, but that picture gave us uh, lots of good memes. You know, of course, Amy, I have to give a shout out to the other um, Duranbal and South Sea Islander scholar that we know, uh, Dr. Melinda Mann. Uh, she came out with a, that's not your walk. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my faves um, that is getting around um, with that image, sorry, because nothing says Australia Day like James Cook face down legless on St <laughs> Kilda Beach. <laughs> Aussie, Aussie, oh, Aussie. Wow. <laughs> And look, it was only Thursday. Yeah, it's only day. Thursday. Um, but let's get to Black Friday, uh, the blackest of them all. Mm. yeah.
0: So on our way into the march, uh, somebody in our neighbourhood decided to litter the neighbourhood with Australia flags. <laughs> I figure I know who it is. It's the dude with the flagpole in his front yard. You think? The Australia flag. <laughs> <laughs> is and
1: it very big? <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> And it was extraordinary. Not compensating for anything at
0: all. On the way back, the wind had done its work and whipped the flags around poles, so you just saw this flash of blue and nothing else. Yeah. Um, but no-one was moved by this at all. And you, I suddenly realised how, I mean, they're a dying breed, right? It, 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 this is their last redoubt. This is mm-hmm. their last stand. Um, mm. And they're making it determinedly. How was your um, march?
1: Yeah, look, um, it was hot. Oh, yeah. It was a hot day um, and, uh, yeah, but a great turnout as usual um, and, you know, big shout out to all the people who work behind the scenes tirelessly to make things like this happen. Um, the organisers, the volunteers, the people uh, making sure there's water, um, all the logistics that go behind organising and assembling such a large group of people, um, you know, There won't be pictures of them on social media um, and they won't be celebrated, but we really should acknowledge those that are just doing the work, giving their time Mm -hmm. um, to support MOB to make these statements every year. So Mm -hmm. big shout-out to all of you uh, for what you do across the country to, you know, like when you look at it, every capital city I think was covered Mm -hmm. um, and the the crowds were tremendous. Yeah.
0: and the fact that you know we could march safely despite the yep. best efforts of the council i mean it really is a dog's dinner in terms of capital works in Mm -hmm. Uh, mianjin right now uh so many capital projects going on and as we marched there were bollards everywhere they got in the way Uh, Marchers were kettled Mm. there were people with walking sticks and walking frames who were clearly struggling because of the uneven surfaces no attempt was on the part of the council uh, was there made to keep us safe but the marchers uh, and the organizers did yeah absolutely
1: um i want to go to the rally Mm. um powerful speakers um as usual you know, Sister Ruby Wharton. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> You know, and it's not just at the rally, you watch her throughout the march, um, jumping, getting as much height as she can with um the megaphone, um, her power, her leadership. It's just uh such a such a spectacle. Mm. Um, so much spirit. Um so it's yeah, it was uh, amazing to hear her speak. Um uh yeah, it was really um Really inspiring, I think. Well, um, I, th-
0: I think all the speakers, I mean, they se- sent jolts through the crowd. I mean, there was yourself, there was Amy, uh, there was Ruby, um, and the poem at the end
1: mm. <coughs>
2: dedicated
0: to...
1: Cheryl Levy, MC yeah. oh, of the day.
0: That was so, so <coughs> moving. You could have heard a pin drop where I was sitting.
1: Um, Can we go to Dr Amy McGuire's mm. uh, words from the rally?
3: Um Thank you, Cheryl. First of all, I'd like to acknowledge the considering sovereignty of the land I'm speaking from today. The Yagara people, I'd like to acknowledge the sovereignty of all First Nations people all across the country. Today is a day that Australia wants us to forget. They want to force an amnesia onto us so they can celebrate carefree, so they don't have to think about the bloody origins of what happened in this place that we're standing from today. I come from Rockhampton, Darumbo country in central Queensland, which was a killing field on the frontier. They want us to forget that because the remnants of colonialism are still here. Settler colonialism does not end, it transforms and attempts to make itself invisible. We see settler colonialism in the jails, in the child jails. Queensland locks up more Aboriginal children than anywhere else in the country. We see it in the violence inflicted upon our women. The police are here to criminalise our women, but when they die by violence, they are suddenly absent and Aboriginal women have disappeared again. They want us to forget because they don't want to acknowledge every person here today who stands not for forgetting but for remembering, who stands as a force of resistance and they don't want us to connect the dots to what is currently happening over in Palestine. This Invasion Day here is our Nakba. 75 years ago, Palestinians, indigenous peoples to that area were forcibly displaced, murdered and massacred. And they want us to forget that. They want us to wash that away. They want to paint Palestinian resistance as violence. Back there, 75 years ago, Palestinians did not just lie down and give their land away. They resisted as well, and they have resisted for 75 years, and that is what we are seeing in Gaza today. Yeah! They want us to forget that. They don't want us to draw the links to Nakba, to Gaza, to a country right here, to Gadigal country. To country all because they don't want us to think about that. But that is why we are standing here strong and proud as Indigenous peoples. We remember the resistance. We remember our resistance warriors. Zendali, Yagan, Pemulwoy, Barangaroo, they don't want us to remember that, but here today we remember that and we remember the fighters of the Palestinian resistance. We say down with the Australian racist settler colonialism regime. We say down with the Israel Zionist regime. You do not want to be on the wrong side of history. You don't want to stand with a, with a regime that is currently massacring. Innocent children in their tens of thousands who are disappearing them under the rubble, who are killing the proud women who are the bringers of life in Palestine, who are killing the men, who are there grabbing the body rescuing the bodies from the rubble, who are there in the hospitals, who are not leaving. They want us to forget and they want us to they want us to think that these people are the enemy, they're not the enemy. What Palestine has shown us is that there is a collective indigenous resistance. And we are not free until all of us are free. We are not free until we are free here. We are not free until the Palestinians are free and they will return. They will return to their homelands. We are not free until the indigenous West Papuans are free. We are not free.
1: never forget, we
3: will uh,
1: honor the resistance. The uh, river to the sea always was, always will be. Uh, Dr. Amy McGuire. I get goosebumps again. Yeah, Just right. Just the power. <laughs>
0: It was astonishing. Uh, pow- we were right at the back and the words just carried. Um, and then there was the iconic shot of the flags and her yeah. standing in front of the flags.
1: Amazing. The power, the power, the power. And, you know, um, some people think Amy's very quiet. Uh, no, she turned up on Friday, that voice. You know, you know, you know the power of her words in, in the written form. But her delivery... Um, you know, I call her I call her the smiling assassin. But everyone thinks she's innocent. No, no, she vicious, she can she can uh rumble and I I loved seeing her um stand in her power and what it did for all of us. Mm. Um, to hear her voice, I, I've not heard her voice speak like that mm. before. Um and um yeah, beautiful. <clears throat> Excuse me. The other um other I guess bits of analysis for me. Um, in listening to that clip, is the importance of black scholarship. Uh, Dr. Amy Maguire is a scholar. Mm. Some people will call her a journalist, which, yes, she is. Some call her an activist, but few call her a scholar. Mm. And she is. And what she's showing this time is what black scholarship should be doing. And, you know, aside from Dana Nam, the likes of Dr. Crystal McKinnon, um, there are very few of our Indigenous academics that are are taking the stand right now in speaking truth to power about settler colonial violence here and elsewhere in in their everyday work. Mm. And, um, you know, I think, I I hope we're seeing a move towards more black scholars coming into the academy and not to advance up the hierarchy, uh, but in fact uh, find ways to dismantle it. Mm. Um,
0: And I think um, for those of us who are not Indigenous, it is not business as usual. So Mm -hmm. as we go about our jobs in the academy, all is not well. All of Gaza's universities have been razed, close to 100 professors have been murdered, hundreds of uni students have been killed, many lying under the rubble. It is not business as usual. For goodness sake, struggle where you are and say something.
1: Mm. I see there was, I'm not sure if you saw on social media, there's sort of like a hit list that was going around about people had spoken out about Palestine. Mm. um, And it had been transformed into, you know, sort of like a... Badge of honour, which of course it is. Um, but I don't think they had one black fella named on that list, not even mm. Dr. Amy McGuire, um, who has been such a you know strong voice. And I think, you know, um, the one thing that she's done in her career and speaks to her integrity is she's that she's found a way to keep her, her um independence mm. um and not having to compromise or or sell out. And um you know, so maybe, maybe she goes under the radar because she's not beholden to an employer that gets to control her voice, mm. but even in her sovereign stance, she's erased in her warriorship and her scholarship. Mm. Um, Says something, eh? She's an
0: extraordinary figure. <coughs> I mean, cometh the hour, cometh Amy McGuire, right? I mean, Mm-mm. she is extraordinary right now. She's a lightning rod for all that we're thinking. Yep. And she, arti- as you say, she articulates the argument so beautifully.
1: She's in my National Nadoc Week uh, <laughs> award nomination list. I'm building it every week. <laughs> Look, the other thing that that clip also taught us, you may have heard a uh, voice in the background saying, tell them, sis. <laughs> that of course was Mr Kevin Yaayi um, and you know just demonstrated the importance of black men backing black women up who were speaking truth to power mm-hmm. it was a you know a refreshing uh, sight to be seen mm-hmm. and i know kevin always does um but there could be more black men who could learn a thing or two about mm-hmm. um, backing black women up who who know who 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 know what they're talking about Um, and are doing it far more courageously than some of these fellas and their op-eds, which we'll come back to later, I'm sure. (laughs) (sighs) Um, But around the country you saw... Oh,
0: the numbers, the sheer volume of marches, extraordinary.
1: Certainly was a tiny few, hey, David? (laughs) A tiny few. um, I mean, internationally it made the news about particularly how blackfellas were standing in solidarity with Palestine. Lowell's the Australian. Um, (laughs) Lowell's Langton and um, Paris. Like, Mm. it's just hilarious even now. Like, when we knew it was nonsense, the tiny few kind of Mm. claim. But, okay, so how can you hold your head up now after seeing what you saw around the country and stand by those woods? Like, are we all misappropriating our flag?
0: (laughs) I think it's um if you want an overview, The Guardian did a reel of mm-hmm. all the speakers around the country, including yourself and Amy, right, so go to the Guardian newspaper and so there's Gary Foley and all sorts uh, speaking uh, at Invasion Day around the country
1: and when you listen to the speeches around the country, um, you hear why Black are setting in solidarity. Um, you know, it's not just a social media thing, Nova. Um, there are fairly insightful, um, you know, offerings that, uh, scholars, activists, artists have expressed and, you know, spelt it out for you. So to, to, to you know, claim that we're either a tiny few or misinformed, that's a bit shame. Um, yeah. Um, but also, um, ah, oh, the Nazis, oh, I forgot the Nazis. The Nazis.
0: The Nazis.
1: <laughs> Did you see that?
0: Which one? The, one, the confrontation? <laughs> They're all over the bloody place at the moment. They're workplace.
1: everywhere. <laughs> the, um,
0: the confrontation with the police outside the Yeah, station. not the one in your street. Um,
1: <laughs> 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 the There was on um, the Sydney train or oh, something. Yes, there was yeah, like 60 yeah. of them all like um, with balaclavas and stuff. Oh, the
0: dude that said white men can't assemble peacefully. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not even going to say his name. <laughs> Um, it says something when you've got to, like, hide your face. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. God, loud option. and proud. I, um,
0: <laughs> I saw the shot of them marching up out, uh, up some stairs. Uh, um, they'd obviously rehearsed uh, <laughs> their, step, their goose steps as they climb the steps and stood attempting to look menacing uh it was it was hilarious cosplaying being nazis right it was just it was just hilarious um and trying to take a page out of the book of the far right in the u.s um in my day the nazis uh kind of didn't dress in black they dressed in all sorts uh, right. and they still got a hiding um yeah. so <laughs> i it was extraordinary on the day uh, invasion day they decided to make a statement and boy
1: did it fizzle out very quickly I mean, I want to know where they work. I want to know what they do for a day job. Guarantee there's some cops in there and some teachers, I guarantee you. Um, there's some screws in there. Like, Yeah. When we speak about the violence at this place and the various institutions, um, it's real and, you know, we can laugh at these ones with their dressing up but it speaks to a sentiment here, mm. a hatred of blackfellas. Um yeah, but can we go to um, after seeing the weekend that was um, Sky News? And I'm not to give them airtime, but I just thought this one was hilarious. Um, can we go to the clip of the commentator about um, Invasion Day protests?
2: Well, our sense of national pride is under attack. Just the mention of Australia Day makes the woke shudder and panic. Corporations and sporting codes have become so entrenched in the narrative. Some shops won't even stock Australian flags in stores anymore. Unbelievable. On Friday, thousands of protesters gathered for Invasion Day rallies across the country. Banners reading No Pride in Genocide and Treaty Now. They don't care that 60% of us voted no to the divisive voice referendum. They won't stop. Nothing will satisfy these activists, not now and not in the future. They want us to believe we should feel ashamed. Ashamed to be proud Australians, ashamed to live in the best country in the world. It doesn't help that some state Labor governments are desperately trying to implement treaties of their own, completely ignoring the voice result for their own self-indulgence. It begs the question, who exactly are we as a nation and who do we want to be? <laughs> Where do you begin? Wow. Well, when will
1: it stop, David? David. They just won't stop. They won't stop. That whole sovereignty unseated, like they actually mean it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, who was that?
1: Who? I don't know her name. Oh my goodness me. I just and thought it was funny.
0: I, I love the rhythms and the cadences <laughs> to stress particular parts of what she had to say. Yeah, stand aside,
1: Damien Maguire. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, goodness me.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you've got them in the fields, right? I mean, something's happening. Um,
1: It's like after the referendum result, like we're supposed to know our place. Um, And I had – so I I reluctantly agreed to do some media the day before Invasion Day. So I had um, Sister Paige Taylor from The Australian ask me for my views, um, which I gave them. They didn't publish my critique of The Australian, surprisingly. Um, And I did another one for CNN – and um, the questions were like, well, what's happened to reconciliation after the referendum? Mm. Like, I can't believe that that's the nature of the conversation. Mm. Um, mm. Like,
0: mm. absolutely.
1: I just, uh, reconciliation? What?
0: Well, I mean, I, in her speech uh, at. Inve- uh, at the rally, she pointed out Queensland had a
1: seventy percent no vote. We know. had the highest yeah. no vote. But so but there's this interesting thing about going, well, you got the no vote, so well what what are you gonna do now? As though white validation has ever been like uh, foundational to our resistance efforts. Like um you know, for me it's in inspired I think, and it should inspire an alternative political strategy. One would think. Um, So I was actually excited that maybe some of our uh, mob who had bought into the lies of reconciliation, into the lies of what the state was saying about itself, uh, what their you know um, fellow Australians were saying about how progressive they are. For me, it was an opportunity to transform a black consciousness that is grounded in the reality of this place as opposed to the lies of it. Mm. So I don't see the referendum result as the end of the world Mm. but the start of a new one. Mm. And so I just find it funny we're having these different kinds of conversations. Mm. I also find it hilarious. I had someone try and troll me on the weekend around, um, you know, images I'd put up around the the rallies and stuff. And these people who were like... um, Like trying to like uh, rub it in my face that the vote, the voice didn't get up Mm. as though I'd vested my hopes in it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, Rob, you're going to look me up on Insta, at least Google my stance. Um, Like Mm. they're kind of like, you've got these um, settlers using the referendum as like a weapon Mm. to go, well, you know, know your place. And Mm. we told you. Mm.
0: Yeah. Right. And, that, and like how that, simple is that? That is the final word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let us move on. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: yeah. We told yeah, you. Yeah, we told you. Oh, no, it's yeah. it like as if black blackfellas have ever been, okay, okay, yes, then. Yeah. All right, you're right. Uh. Yeah, right? <laughs> anyway. Black, loud and proud. If you've just joined in, you're listening to Let's Talk Black Knowing Um, with me, Chelsea Wadigo and, of course, Dr David the Settler Singh and we're giving you a wrap-up and rundown of the week that was. Mm -hmm. Um, Can we go back to something fairly um, uh, significant that also happened on the 26th of January? Um, We had um, the International Court of Justice ruling on the first part of the case uh, launched by uh, South Africa. Mm -hmm. Did you watch the results, Gita? I I did. (coughs) Uh,
0: The International Court of Justice uh, granted full protective orders, including an end to the killing of Palestinians in Gaza. Um, The highest court in the world... The apex of the United Nations, so reported Al Jazeera News, has found that there's a plausible risk that Palestinians' right to be protected from a genocide are under threat from Israel's actions. Extraordinary judgment.
1: Mm, it fell short of calling for a, Cease a ceasefire, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah. And then I think it was—is was it was it a day later or just over the weekend? Um, Australia. Hmm. Um, and several other countries um, suspended funding for the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian refugees. Mm.
0: Yeah, following uh, Israeli allegations that 12 employees of UNRWA um, were involved in the October 7th attacks, 12. uh, No names, uh, no details, but on the basis of that, funding suspended at a time when... Famine threatens Gaza.
1: This is, you know, aid funding. So the agency was set up to help refugees in the 1948 war um, and provides education, health and aid services to Palestinians in Gaza, the West Bank, Jordan, Syria and Lebanon. It helps about two-thirds of Gaza's 2.3 million population.
0: Mm. It's extraordinary. Make it make sense. On the one hand, after the referendum result, you had Albanese saying the Australian people have spoken. Mm. The International Court of Justice has spoken, and he's conveniently put that aside. Make it make sense. Uh, this changing of the goalposts um, around truth, um, facts is extraordinary. And how is Australia no better than um, uh, you know the the, the Marga nuts, um mm. who are disputing facts, left, right, and centre? Um, Penny Wong, Anthony Albanese, it's make graceful. it make sense.
1: Mm. Um, this is Labor government, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it, it shows, though, in the midst of um, these fights that with every win, there is a pushback. Mm. Um, you know, the timing of the decision and then the, with the suspension of funding, mm. it's no coincidence. Mm. Um, and, it, you know, this is why, like, yes, we keep fighting um, because every time we get anything, um, it's wound back. and mm. so it's a constant fight. You know, the Mabo decision was mm. was met with native title, which gave us nothing. Mm. Um, so you know, um, when people talk about reconciliation and when will it end, it doesn't because this is the violence of settler colonialism, and what Amy was saying before about it, it transforms itself, continuing to try and make itself invisible. Mm. And and what what people are showing us in this time is 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 how visible it is. Mm. Um, I just yeah, <sighs> um, it's about making it visible. Um, you may have some of you may have heard about no justice, no sports. Uh, mm. Have you heard about? Mm. You've seen that?
0: Tell us more. So we so saw
1: it at the Australian Open, yeah. um, and you know, always it's, it's sometimes these things are hard to find because they don't like reporting on it and yeah. giving it oxygen, but. Um, Big shout outs to to, um, those that, you know, lone soldiers that take a stand. Mm. Not at a rally where everyone's cheering for you, Mm. but in amongst a resistant crowd where everyone's booing you. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, there was someone who um, at the Australian Open Mm. uh, called out Free Palestine and pulled out a Palestinian flag and was escorted from the grounds. Um, You know, it's it's hard to take a stand when there's when you're on your own. Mm. Um, so um, yeah big respects to those that do but um, can we go back come back to here on Friday the gather mm. did you were you 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 marched to the gather
0: no I didn't I went to Musgrave yeah uh, but the last contingent went to the Gaba what happened when they marched on the
1: ah oh, well um, yeah so there was a lockdown of the 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 um, Uh, the Gabba beforehand because they knew that the mob were coming. Um, Quite spectacular. Uh, So it sort of held off. People were delayed from getting into the grounds and some Aussies weren't too impressed. (laughs) Um, And shout out Elizabeth Walker there holding up that flag, singing out to the mob in the green and gold. (laughs) Again, a glorious spectacle just to see the staunchness of our mob, you know, walking through the streets of South Brisbane and amongst the cars, um, disrupting their games
0: incredible
3: Uh,
1: and there was a pitch invasion and shout out to the the lone brother who carried that flag um that's an
0: amazing image that will go down through the ages that was an amazing picture
1: really powerful powerful um image yeah so um just it really you know um i was exhausted over the weekend um, and I think because just being so inspired by the different um, acts and feats of uh, mob across the country, mm. um, you know, we 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 have the 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 yarns about the significance of what the day represents in terms of ongoing violence, but in the midst of it, just how affirming it is um, to see the power of a people, a power mm. of a movement. Mm. Um, it really is, mm-hmm. yeah. Amazing.
0: And the courage. Mm-hmm. Um, y- y- I mean, it was a brutally hot day. It was mm-hmm. humid. No one complained. Everyone marched. The chance came thick and fast. There was a young kid uh, I, who I've seen on the Palestinian, pro Palestinian marches. Um, shouting out, always was, always will be, Mm. and getting hundreds to respond and then a round of applause afterwards. It was such a great feeling to be a part of that march. It was extraordinary.
1: And that's the thing with the whole change the hate, change the date. Mm. There is so much love Mm. um, at these events, so much love Mm. and care Mm. and, um, yeah, not a lot of hate. No. No. I mean, hate against uh, colonialism, of mm. course, but um, and genocide, mm. yes, but um, so much love and care and, um, yeah, looking after um, our big ones and our little ones mm. and everyone in between. But, um, yeah, uh, speaking of um, some wins, though, can we also go to that game that yes. was at the Gabba? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the West Indies.
1: The West Indies <laughs> turned up. Uh, no, they weren't supposed to win. Mm. Um they I think what was it yesterday they were a, a fair fair way behind mm. there wasn't a, really much of a chance of winning mm. and um uh they were referred to let me get uncle's name um oh, I can't find it but I had a clip to play they were they were the team were described as pathetic and hopeless i believe wow by who uh an australian commentator oh, of course Uh, Maybe he was an ex-cricketer. I'm not too sure who he is. Um, But, yeah, like, (laughs) this is the thing. When you tell black people they can't do something, (laughs) this is what happens. We saw plenty of belief in this team, and and that's exactly what you asked for at the start of this series. How proud are you as a captain?
3: Um, Extremely proud. I must say we, we had two words. You know, that inspired us in this test match. Mr. Rodney Hogg said we we're pathetic and hopeless. So, my, so, so that was our inspiration. We wanted to show the world we're not pathetic. And I must ask him, are these muscles big enough for him?
1: It's a fair response. It's a black response. That, that, that's what that was.
0: Oh, Rodney Hogg. So he's the former uh, Australian uh, wicketkeeper.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's who he is. Yeah.
0: Hmm? All right. So are the muscles bigger?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Turns out they are. Um... (laughs) The Australian
0: cricket team has had a history of racist sledging, right? No. It's nice to dish it back. No. (laughs) It's so nice to dish it (laughs) back. And the West Indies have always been seen as, uh, you know, the, the radical arm of cricket, right, mm-hmm. um, in a way that it's become commodified elsewhere, especially in the, sub, in the Indian subcontinent, that we always look to the West Indies to take it to Australia mm-hmm. and to England.
1: <laughs> I love it. Um, and I believe Uncle was bowling with like a broken toe or something wow, okay. and pushed through and, yeah, yeah. what a feat but I love black people winning locally <laughs> and globally, um, and yeah, I might. Oh, the time! I might leave the last word to someone who seems unable to n- not speak. Um, your, your mate there, Thomas May. I'm trying to find this article. He did another op-ed.
0: Oh, okay. David, right? Post referendum. Um, yeah.
1: You know where it was? Th- this one was. No. Esquire magazine. Oh Yeah, the the Gucci um, ad up top of it was just really on brand. Um,
0: Luxury Swiss watches, (laughs) yeah, that kind of thing. Oh,
1: where is it now? I've got to find this article. Um, Okay, so it's titled, If the gap is to be closed, we must get to know each other better. Right. Yeah, so this is four months after the referendum and with January 26 upon us, um thomas offers up another essay um again not a critical reflection on the political strategy of the voice referendum and constitutional recognition no none of that and i'm still waiting for that article i'm still waiting for that article from that camp and not in a told you so kind of way but in an honest way we need to have an honest conversation about the limitations of it we weren't allowed to have it during the campaign because it was campaign mode Surely now we could have an honest conversation about that. Would love to see that article and I would, you know, amplify it as much as I could because I'm waiting for it. But um, so, look, it's more of the how can we um, possibly have hope and how do we keep hope kind of nonsense, Um, but he's... And it's more of the same of much of his writings. He's, you know, published several books, done a lot of op-eds that sounds similar to this. So it's... I was looking for something new, Mm -hmm. didn't find it. Um, You know, he... Our statistical disadvantage tells of a structural problem, but we are not the sum of our problems. Like, yeah, it's been said before. I think we've we've got that. Um, But it's... He pushes a... um, Oh, well, you know, I should have played this with the Sky News article. Um, He writes, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people should not be a source of national guilt. Um. Like, why are you feeding this nonsense? Like, you're feeding Mr. User on the Same Page as Racist kind of thing. You're actually articulating that viewpoint that is nonsense. Like, hmm. um, so it just makes me so slack. Uh, but it's all about the conclusion, I guess, that he he um, has for us is that we just need to be better friends. Um, hmm. you know, how like are you missing what's happening right now in this country and what's happening internationally? Um. And what are you saying to oppressed people? That the only way out is you to, for you to be better blacks? Um, comfort the white people who are oppressing you? Mm. Mm. There is a violence in the, this ideology that he keeps pushing um, that casts him as one of the good blacks mm. and the rest of us as bad blacks. And it's not just a violence that's visited upon the bad blacks, it's a violence that's visited upon good blacks because there are people who buy into this idea and then get betrayed by it, get brutalised by it. They're the people who find themselves in our offices, David,
3: Hmm.
1: who bought into the lie and don't Hmm. know what to do now because they trusted the institution, they trusted their employer, Hmm. they thought that they had their interests at heart. Hmm. Like, this is so irresponsible... Um, and I know uncle's made a lot of money in the lead up to this campaign and his career has benefited, but at some point you've got to stop. Um, he, uh, he, when he sort of the closing words, um, my message to Australians who care, well, okay, firstly, how many are there? Um, my message to to Australians who care is to be conscious of your power. I ask that you teach your children, your friends and your family the truth of who Indigenous people are, a proud and unique culture in the world, a source of wisdom, knowledge and connection to our ancient continent. We all have an ability to perform and engage in this crucial introduction by attending Indigenous events, by being loud and proud in your solidarity, wearing Indigenous labels, supporting Indigenous-owned businesses and by donating to campaigns that will help to close the gap. No, fund the front line. Fund the front line. That's the message from Nam to here. Fund the front line. And this whole black capitalism nonsense.
0: Well, Esquire magazine. <laughs> <laughs> say
1: no more. He, he should have just said, buy my books. Huh. Buy my books. Huh. <laughs> you got nothing, the settler has nothing well, to say on this one again.
0: <laughs> <as ever>. mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, and also, how many. How many of these same essays do we need to read? Mm. Because if you've read one of them, you've read them all. Mm. The same logic. Um, and it, it,
0: as, as one of those that presumably he's appealing to, I witness people who are absolutely livid that they were called upon to vote, regardless of the fact they voted no. They were absolutely mm-hmm. livid, apoplectic, that they had to vote on this question. The hate is there. Mm. and appealing to those people, and they are in the majority here in Queensland, uh, through a message of love and hope? Um,
1: no. Oh, it's just, yeah, and look, I know plenty of nice people who are racist. Mm. You know, mm. there are people who love the Aboriginal people mm. went to high school with, doesn't stop them from exercising uh, racial violence. Like, mm. if if you think that the... Str- the str- you know the nature of the structural um uh, uh violence that black experience is because we're just not friends oh. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Bob come on like some of these people again need to do the readings um but look oh sorry now last but i sh- I should give the p m apparently he did an interview oh. um and he talked about the, the lost opportunity of The Voice and um, is reported as being disappointed with the outcome. Uh, but he's he's accepted it. <laughs> Face. Um, and um, he's accepted responsibility as Prime Minister for it. But he says the government is continuing to look for ways in which we can close the gap in a practical way.
0: Mm. What does that
1: mean? Well, isn't that John Howard's (laughs) line? Like we're back at practical reconciliation. Hmm. Like All is not forsaken. When are you black? Yes, I'm not going to call Labor out. Come on now. Um, And I know even at the rally because there were a lot of people calling out Labor Hmm. and um, I'm like, what about Liberals too? But yes, Liberals too. The issue is Labor have claimed to be our friends. Hmm. And, you know, I remember sitting in Parliament House, where Labor voted against Yundrup. Voted against... Like, that would have been a practical solution. If you look at Senator Thorpe's um, bill that she put up, it was a very practical solution to look at, um, you know, government policies to how they align with, United Nations Declaration and Rights of Indigenous People, which we have since Uh expressed support for. So all it was was like a bit of an audit to go, well... How do we fare against this? Mm. That would have been very practical. Mm. Uh, but Labor did not support it, including the um, black Labor senators. Mm. So...
0: Mm. And I think I think the same extends to those multi-culti Labor supporters. Mm. Look at what uh, the genocide unfolding in Gaza and Labor's position. Have a deep think about that.
1: How can mm. you, yeah, mm. um, keep supporting it? And that is why... People are turning up everywhere. That is why statues are falling. That is that is why pictures are invaded. Mm. Um, and you're going to see more of it. Mm. And, um, you know, it would be nice if we didn't have to do that. Uh, but what else is there in this current climate with the international courts ruling and what Australia has decided to do to suspend aid to a people mm-hmm. experiencing a genocide? Mm. Um. We have to get out in the streets, mm. we have to call it out um, and we have to do more than try and be friends mm. with these people that are perpetrating violence here and elsewhere.
0: Fund the front line.
1: Fund the front line. See you mod next week.